Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, dear listener. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. This would not be spouting out in your ears if it weren't for our fabulous sponsors. Indulge me for just a few seconds, please. Thank you to 34sp.com. They are web hosters. Oh, and also, if you use the code TLNA, you get three months free at 34sp.com. Big up the Gregorian. Uh, Richard Gregorian, of course, gelaw.co.uk. We're giving away some prizes uh, at the moment on the show, and he paid for them. So thank you very, very much indeed. James and Mark Sommers from SommersWasteSolutions.com, the one-stop place for all of your waste needs. They can save you money and Here's the thing, they can probably make your company greener as well. SommersWasteSolutions.com And finally, Nick and Zeus and the team at Poseidon Safety Management. Check them out on Twitter, at Poseidon Safe. They're getting a little bit fruity on there. I suspect they'll be booted off at some point. They are making Devon and Cornwall safer. Ladies and gentlemen, on with the show! Right, we're we business. can let them in. We can let them in. We can let them in. They this won't is... have noticed. Here we go. Oh, is, is Dick shot for Richard? Did not know that. Oh, no, I've lost them. Whoa. There we go. There we go. There we go. This is exciting. Oh, God, honestly. I love what you did there, Pretend, <laughs> pretending not to know what you were doing, just to build up the suspense. <laughs> hey! <laughs> just... Oh, yeah. Terrible. Just as you, you jo- it said, um, Dick and Dom are, are, are waiting, I deleted all of the computer settings that I needed Ouch. and I couldn't <laughs> get any of them back. It's, I, I'm having to do everything on my computer, uh, uh, Dick, and I don't really know what I'm doing. Well, it's working. Now, Dom, on the other hand, doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. At all. And they can't um, hear you. Hang on. There he Hang is. On. I need there to. He is. Hello. He's got a casual really? jacket on. Oh, <laughs> you've got a nice casual jacket on. Now, it's cold. I didn't put the heating on. It suddenly got cold. Dom, um, I have to say, um, I don't know what the rules are for people in your position, but we can see 
evidence of a muscle relaxant yeah. next to you. Uh, it's fine. It's um, it's the really exp- really expensive brand. Look. Oh, delicious. <laughs> every, every corner. Shop no, I can beat you. I can beat you. I'm on Morrison's very own Suave at four pound twenty-five a bottle. Goodness me! And you yeah. celebrities really. Um, you two are ridiculously well lit um, and and well made up, and you've got nice set dressing. I've moved that pot plant from the kitchen to here. <laughs> and I rehung this. Ian, you would have seen this in the BBC at the South Hall lift. Yes. That plan of TV Centre used to be there. Did you nick it? Hold on. I bought him that for his 40th birthday. My birthday. Aww. I like that Beatles picture. I love that Pete well. Beatles that. picture. That's from uh, the Albert Docks. I nicked that as well. <laughs> his his background beats mine, doesn't it? I've got the boiler cupboard just I'm, here. Look, I'm trying to work go. out what your DVDs are. You've got Kez. And a selection of 1990 human yeah. traffic. And tapes. Yeah, E.T., Goonies, with Nail and I, you know, the odd couple, always a winner. Um, Pink Panther films. Can you do me a favour, Dick? Yes. Can you just, without even looking, pick one of those records out at random so we get a real glimpse as to who you are? <laughs> well, what's no, it at random, don't plan it. He's picking no, a good not, one. I'm looking at it. There you go. Happy Monday. Oh! oh twisting your melon. That is yep. a surprise. Kill the kiops. Look at the price of that. That was in whatever year it was. Eleven ninety nine for a 12-inch. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> It's lovely to hear both of your voices together again on, on another platform. It's lovely. Ah, uh, thank you. Well, wait, now listen, we, where, I can't remember because I used to take a lot of drugs. But where did, where did we meet before? Was it on Rise? Did you come on Rise? Or was it Liquid News or something that we... No, no, no. It was Rise. Was it? It was Rise, yes. When, okay, because I've got a weird memory for everything now. Um, so you were, guest, you were presenting and your guest presenter was Kate Lawler. Yeah. Or co-present with Kate Lord, yeah. and she said something about an aeroplane blonde. Her collar doesn't match her cuffs, and got in a bit of trouble with it. That's but anyway, right. yeah, we we were there. It was just before the bungalow was about to start on BBC One. Wow! So that was, let me give you two more things that Kate got in trouble for on that show. One for saying Hitler was a great leader, and two for revealing um, the uh, end of the Matrix Three before it had been released. Oh, flipping it! Which wow. is worse? <laughs> Brilliant. So and that, Ian, the thing about Dom is he remember he keeps things like that in his memory for forever. Mm. Wow. Like Ian, back, back catalogue of anything we've done, Dom. Ian, in we did a corporate together. Um, you were hosting. We came on stage. Oh God, um, I had a very faint attempt at a goatee. Um, uh, Matt and uh, Matt Lucas and David Williams came on. It was basically selling videos worldwide, wasn't it? It was a BBC worldwide. Uh, convention. And I got to introduce, I got to interview Michael Palin. Jesus, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I was... I forgot, I forgot Lucas and Williams were there as well. Bloody yeah, hell. Yeah, I was, I was very ill. I was very ill at that point. That was not a good... That was not was that a, good, a bad time? That was, that was uh, towards the... That was the year after Rise, I think. Yeah. And that was come the tail end. Do we, do we want to go there? Let's we'll go, go there. there. We're there. That was like when I was... Really trying to stop taking drugs and could not stop taking drugs, and I was I was before in a we carry state on the now. conversation. Yes, is this streaming now? Yeah. Oh God, yeah, we're on. Yes, we're live. <laughs> you, no, uh, well, at least you can compartmentalize your your kind of roller coaster. Yes, ours is just one big mashup. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? So listen, let, now you have got an app out. 
Let's do some. Let's do some business and let's do some selling. Do some promoing. Let's do some promoing. What is this app that you've got? So we were approached by a company Dom called... Dom doesn't look sure. Look at Dom's face. <laughs> He's like, uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> guy's hammer. We were approached by a company called Snoozle app, uh, who've already got an app out there. And they said, do you fancy doing a wake up app? And we were like, what, what does that mean? And basically, it's me and Dom doing little comedy skits every morning instead of your alarm clock. Yes, please. Yeah. But we've recorded hundreds of them. <laughs> what's it, what's it called? Wake up with Dick and Dom. Oh, but you mate. When you, if you download it, though, you don't get access to all of them. So basically, they refresh it every morning. So you don't know what it's going to be. They randomly select one, but every morning it's a new one. So we've done hundreds. So you could set the alarm, yeah, for 9.30. What are we on now? 9.38, if you can download it in that time. or nine. Let's do it for 9.45. Have a listen to what you get. I'm all so right. jealous of their lighting. Look at it. We've got, we've, yeah, got two, nice. we've got two lights. But I was just saying, Dom, literally before you came on, I'm having real trouble with my computer, and I deleted all of the settings. I mean, it's installing now. We're going to listen to it. I've deleted all of the settings that I need to do this, what we laughingly call a show. <laughs> and um, yeah. so I have to rebuild everything. Isn't it great, though? Don't you feel like um, it's a great sense of relief that you have no one watching over you, governing? <laughs> or watching doing? us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No producer. <laughs> no. no it, isn't it nice? It is nice. I kind of think, and I'm, you know, of course I'd say this now, I kind of think it's the future, particularly with when lockdown happened. So many people, uh, you know, like Richard Herring and Josie Long, kind of traditional yep. performers who perhaps would, you know, be in a live environment more, have come over to Twitch, Bill Al-Zafar and, and mm -hmm. Limmy and... They're, they're doing Twitch and they have complete control. Now, you can either do it straight and you can play video games or you can do a kind of straight talking to the camera or you can do a phoning show yeah. or you can create this ridiculous, stupid world like Bill Al has where he's a football manager. Um, yeah. And the possibilities are kind of endless and stuff that 20 years ago, 10 years ago, you could only do in a studio. Yeah. You can do it at home with your computer with a microphone and a green screen. We haven't got a green screen, yeah. is it up? But this is actually my house. But with a green screen, you can do it all. Yeah. That's you amazing. Can, you can do anything you want from that now, really, can't you? Yeah. Let's face it. For us, for us, us two, the great unemployed, it's the only way we're going to get onto any kind of broadcast platform. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> I'm, right. We've been fired from everywhere else. I'm, I this is all sounding very familiar. Yeah. <laughs> well, broadcasting geniuses come from everywhere. Why don't they ever understand us? You're, 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 the I'm still is... convinced we're all right and they're all wrong. So. Well, this is the thing. I bet you get. I get so many people who go, "Why don't you? Why? Why don't you go back on TV? You should go back on Channel Four. Get the eleven o'clock show." It's going. just a matter of ringing up, right? Yeah. Saying you're ready. And you yeah. must get the same thing. You guys should be on telly. You guys get back on telly. Of course, know, it doesn't work like that, does it? Uh, no. no. Not not really. Um, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> and I don't want to dwell too much, but is it, are you just not in favour at the moment? Is it that you're kind of being overlooked? Well, it's one of those funny things. We're kind of at a funny midway stage between um, having had our, our big kind of moment, which was in the kind of 2005 to, to 2010, around that kind of period, yeah. um, to kind of then having... Later on, you kind of get that legend status. Yeah. Oh, legend. And we're kind of floating in that middle middle bit. And we might decide to give it all up before we reach that bit. Mm. Um, I don't think I can be bothered to wait. <laughs> Is the, 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 the moving on to, and also being a legend doesn't pay. Oh, we've gone out of focus. There oh, wow. That's right. Mine can't go out of focus. <laughs> don't sound impressed that we've gone out of focus. That's, that's actually not a good thing. It shows thing. the camera's getting bored. <laughs> but um, being a legend doesn't pay the bills. 
you know, you, no. you, you can't feed the kids or, and pay the mortgage with that. Um, no. yeah. it, but it is, I think there is, particularly with someone like you two, there is an, an, an inevitability that in a couple of years' time, yeah. you, the, the, the wheel kind of turns again and you sort of become fashionable again. That's not quite yeah. the right word, but you're t you, you have another turn that's coming. It's yeah, just whether well, you want to get takes, there. All it takes is one person. One person can change everything. You know, you look well, at like Mel and Sue, for, and that's a perfect example, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, they were massive in around the same time, like late 90s, early 2000s, right? Mm. Then so uh, they were on Rise, the second part of Rise, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they did, yeah. And then kind of disappeared. And I can remember talking to Sue Perkins about this. She said it was like sitting on a bus uh, that she was at the front of the bus. And then you spent the next few years changing seat position, going back a bit, forward a bit. And then she said it took one person to go, let's put Melissa on Bake Off, whack straight to the front of the bus again. Well, that's what we've realised, isn't it, Dom, over the years? It's <laughs> not about a TV company. It's not really about uh, the public as such. It is literally down to one person mm. can change your whole life, you know? Yeah. If they become the boss at the right place at the right time and they like you and they're fans of you, next minute you're back on screen, you're doing the do. You know? And that's almost inevitable with you because there will be someone in five years' time who grew up watching you who's in a position of power, uh, you know, who, who yeah. at the BBC, who, who has an affection and a fondness. Yeah. I'm starting to find that with a, a few gigs coming in at the moment, actually. You know, they're all, they're about 22 years old and they're like, wow, I used to watch you yeah. when we were kids, so here's a job. It, well, in fact, that happened, that happened with um, KFC. So I was at, um, hang on, we talked about service stations before. Which yes. one was it? It's just, I think it's the Oxford service stations. We'll, ex we'll explain why we talked about the service stations in a minute. Yeah, we did, it was, there we? was a reason for it. Pretty fountains. Anyway, I walked in there and I got what was new that day, the vegan burger, right, from KFC. Yeah. Um, and I tweeted or insta'd a story straight back, was a massive fan when, from when he was growing up, who's running this social media. And then before you know it, we're doing a, a big campaign for KFC, nicely paid. Wow. So you're right. It is going to be just someone who grew up watching us that was a fan. This was what happened with you with Twitch, though, wasn't it? Someone tweeted about oh, you. It? Twitch saw it. Well, well, Jeremy Vine tweeted, and and uh, which is always and, helpful. And Twitch, and you need to get Jeremy Vine to tweet about you. That will do it. Well, um, he followed us the other day. We were oh, watching. Jeremy Vine. Yeah, a ping up saying Jeremy Vine has followed you. Thanks, Beautiful. Jeremy. Uh, the reason we were talking about service stations is because yes. I was thrilled, genuinely thrilled, to be a guest, the first guest I will have you know, oh, on yes. on your um podcast and here's what i love about it right it's really silly me and Catherine, are, 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 we firmly believe there's not enough silliness in the world particularly with with brexit and then with the covids there's not enough silliness in the world and coming on yeah. your show and yeah. watching you two and comedy dave doing your stuff oh it was a joy yeah just silliness yeah, because people think that everyone needs to be shouty, shouty, arguey, uh, furious about stuff all the time. And actually, God, you just want to switch we're, off. We're not just saying this as well, though, Ian. We, you know, we panned a few names around and stuff, and we both agreed that you should be our first guest because oh, you are a you, master at the uh, at the debating area. I well, we were debating about <laughs> we were debating about what's the best service station. All right. Um, we were, we were debating one of these 
idiots put forward the idea that, that we don't need cheese or something. Right. It was, so it is an angry debate. It was, show. it did get quite right. nasty at that point. <laughs> yeah, someone was angry. It's supposed, it's supposed to be just a, a bit of lighthearted fun, you know, because, yeah, as you were saying, it's all getting too serious. We need to bring some silliness back into the world. So we came up with this idea during lockdown, actually, uh, called the Dick and Dom debate. Uh, <laughs> but we don't debate politics. We don't do any Brexit or any US politics. No, we just do things that really matter, like uh, what is your favourite service station? Uh, what's your favourite crisps? Uh, do we like cheese? Uh, camping, is it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> things Ooh. that really matter in life. It's about time someone tackled those. Oh, it's a great idea. And they have people phoning in as well. And they have polls running on Twitter. And it was it was so silly. And it was so lovely just being in an environment where there was no meanness. Mm -hmm. There was no snark. There yeah. was It was just... It was just silly well, fun. Well, yeah, so, sorry. Oh. Shut up. Oh. My dog. <laughs> Shut up. The, the best thing about his dog is, right, and he's still hey, doing it to this day, <laughs> is that every he tells it to shut up. <laughs> And it, it never shuts up. It doesn't understand the word shut up. Energy. I'm telling it to shut up when it doesn't shut up. Is it, a, is it an actual real dog? I'm expecting a puppet to come in or something in, you know, <laughs> at some uh, point. No, it's an actual real dog. Uh, she's called Pickle and she's a long-haired Jack Russell. She's an idiot. <laughs> Charming, isn't it? Uh, when it now, you, you, you haven't quite got a date for the podcast yet, is that right? Not yet, no. No, 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 we haven't. Um, but, As you know, when you're trying to get guests on kind of live or whatever, or on podcasts or whatever, dates here, there and everywhere, we were trying to release oh, at the beginning. Hang on, hang on. Something's oh. happening. Yes. Hello. Welcome to today. It's right there waiting for you to grab it by the balls. Ooh. You need a can-do attitude today. That's what you need. Oh, so get up, head to the toilet. Open the window and begin the most spectacular poo of your life, raising both arms higher and higher until, with a massive cup on splat, you cry, I am a massive winner <laughs> to everyone in your house and indeed the streets. Everyone will love you forever. <laughs> there you are. That's a new way to wake up for oh, you. That's lovely. <laughs> Dom's face. Yeah, I think because you recorded about 200 of those and that had to be the one that came out, didn't it? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to love that. I'm going to love that. Do you, oh, do you ever, did you ever try and break away from kids TV? Well, we did Radio 1 and that was, that was brilliant. We did that for about two years. Oh, okay. And we did. Um, that was really, really good fun. Did a um, game show called "Are You Smarter Than Ten Year Old?" Oh, oh yeah. yes, of course you did. Yeah, you yeah, shared the bill funny. with little Noli Edmonds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. How did that, that go? Uh, well, it was fine. It was, yeah. you know, it was it's a good show. We were doing a game show where yeah. we were like in suits, walking onto a studio with a big audience. You know, it was a proper high, high-end American format that had been bought out by Sky and two, four productions were making it, and. It was it was our first kind of little foray onto a proper LE studio floor, um, and we were churn but we were churning out. It was like a sausage factory. We were churning out what three or four shows a day, right? Uh, yeah, like that. hard work. So it was pretty hard work. It was really was hard work. But yeah, I mean, it as you know, as anyone knows that's been in kids TV, to break out properly, break out and never be remembered for that anymore is a, is a huge task. I mean, Ant and Dec have done it amazingly well. As have people like Zoe Ball, um, you know, Philip Schofield, 
but it, it takes a long time. You know, we, we, we were with Philip Schofield's agent for a while and, and they were telling us that Philip was actually out of work for many years after kids TV and he couldn't get a job mm. anywhere, mm. even at a local radio station back in his hometown of Cornwall. He just couldn't get a job because no one could take him seriously that uh, he was out of kids TV. But what was it Joseph, Dom, that changed yeah. everything? So, yeah. So yeah. someone gave him the gig doing Joseph. Do you remember when he went into the West End? Yeah. Doing jo- and that kind of changed everyone's perception of him. So it just, well, it was, it was a bit of that. I think he, he can't, went off the radar slightly after that as well. It was actually when he was brought in to Depp uh, on this morning with Sarah Green, I think it was. She wow. was oh. hosting. And he went back on there That's in right. his black hair days. And I think the nation just went, oh, my God, we remembered how much we love watching your TV. And it just suddenly kicked off again. But if you look at all the people that Rich mentioned that have broken out of kids TV, all of them have done some kind of Saturday or Sunday morning TV. And usually that's the point where they then transfer over. And it only usually happens with ITV presenters. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time, the people who start off BBC Saturday morning end up on ITV. Very rarely do people who do BBC Saturday morning end up on the BBC. Mm. It's a really weird thing. You would have thought natural progression would be to keep going at the BBC. But it it hasn't traditionally worked like that. No, it doesn't work like that, does it? Annoying me. Dom, <laughs> do you, you 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 hinted then, and you when we did the podcast, you kind of joked about it about maybe jacking it all in. Is yeah. that a serious? Is that a serious prospect? No, no, we can't do that. It's 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 similar to to you, Ian. I know I know that you have your moments where you just think, do you know what? I I, I just can't do this anymore because it's quite a brutal industry. Yeah, yeah. You know, it looks glittery and beautiful and sparkly and fantastic. But it's quite brutal inside. And if you can't take rejection, it's definitely not the, the industry for you to try and go in because you get rejection for pretty much every day, would you say? Yeah, yeah. Every I'd... day, whether it be an idea, being chosen as a presenter, a concept, just there's a lot of negativity involved. So you do get your days where you think, I could just leave all of this now and do a proper job. Mm-hmm. The, problem is, the problem is, you do things like this. And you love it. And it yeah. makes you feel good. It kicks in the endorphins and the adrenaline. And it makes you feel good. And that's what... It's like the golden carrot, isn't it, in front of you? It just makes you want to carry on doing it. Yeah, yeah there's a lot... I mean, there are lots of good points to the job as well. That That is the thing. There are lots of, you know, really high points you get as well. That's the problem. It's either highs or lows, isn't it? It's never kind of just balanced in the middle. Yeah, I mean, watching from the sidelines, what seems particularly cruel about this kind of business is that there is a limited amount to what you can do. It's not like you deserve it. You can't work your way up. You're either in favour or you're out and you're in someone's mind and you're not. And so True. it's very disheartening. I've, I've seen you... Well, you know. Well, I'm re- I'm I'm going. I'm starting a college course next week. I'm retraining to be. Are you, are you definitely doing it. Definitely doing it, man. I signed up. I'm oh, next week. Well I've got a two year diploma, and yeah. then see because who who know, even knows what this world is going to look like in two years? You know, the whole yeah. landscape is shifting. So who knows? But mm. the the the, the pl- I, I imagine I, the two careers will go in parallel. The dream was kind of to drop all of this completely, but I suspect that counselling will go along with this yeah. for a couple of years and uh, and see what happens. But You're going to be the new This Morning counsellor. Dr Raj Pasod. Yes, that's, <laughs> right, that's how old I am. My first reaction is Raj Pasod. Tell you what, though, I'm laughing. I don't know. Okay. But we're laughing, but it could happen. I think it will, because we, we've got a friend, haven't we, Dom? Do you know, uh, there's a girl called Anna Williamson who's on Celebs Go Dating. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, she, yes. she was a presenter on the Disney Channel many years ago when wow. we were doing TV. And then she went away and trained as a, was it a psychologist, Dom, or something? 
Well, she wrote loads of books about anxiety. And, right. and, but and, she went and, back to uni to train us, and now she's kind of does yeah. that on telly. Yeah. You know, she, so you're right. The two things can go hand in hand. So the great thing about that is you get to do your new job. You get to throw yourself in and get really passionate about it. Yet you get to dabble in the shallows of what you did yeah. before uh, obsessively. But you can kind of pick and choose that. But a mate of ours, Steve Wilson, who did... Uh, kids tv with us but also did the last series i think of live and kicking with emma Ledden. right and um after a while he'd finished doing that and he just kind of had enough and he just thought i'm not gonna do it anymore so he left went back down to devon where you know to live with his mum and dad uh and his his wife as well lucy but then this morning and when he gave it all up this morning then phoned up and said we'd like you to do all the gadgets every week on this morning so he's now set up his amazing company him and his wife set up a great company called is it um, from Lucy or something like that but anyway he does that that's his job right wow. with Lucy but then he gets to go on a train go yeah. up into yeah. London and do this morning and he's really happy because he can just take it or leave it yeah. well and also he's got something that he has complete control over he's developing it himself he's not at the yeah. whim of anyone else go yeah on. but we, we, the, prob we, the problem you, is when you do get your college uh, degree of counselling we'll just let us know your number again and we'll <laughs> Sessions. You God, will be your first patients. Have you two? Have you two done the jungle? No. W would We've you asked? But they don't. They don't want us. What? No. I would have thought you'd you have been what? perfect. We have tried. We have tried year in year out for the last how many dom? I don't know. Ten years to get on either Strictly or the Jungle, and we can't get on either. So we've given up now. Oh, you were very. <laughs> we, we, literally, we made we made a pact. Actually, um, Rich said to me, "Look, mate, we've got this. Has got to stop because we got offered the first ever series of Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. And um, and that we didn't know what it was. They took us into the the office. This is when the bungalow was at high, and we were really young and arrogant. Uh, and drunk, and, uh, and <laughs> you remember those days uh, vaguely. And um, well, yeah, we don't remember <laughs> at all. But we went in there. They said we'd like you to take part in this new show called Strictly Come Dancing, hosted by Brucey on a Saturday night. And we were like, "Well, that's never going to work, is it?" No thanks. So we turned it down. But then since then, because especially I'm from a performance background, kind of like a stage performance background, I would do anything to be on it. But yeah. I've missed me boat, so uh. it's not going to happen. So we're not going to we're not going to knock on the door anymore. You were you guys were very very kind about me when I was in the jungle. I found it afterwards, obviously. I didn't know when I was in there, but you 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 both said some very very nice things about me on on Twitter and very supportive. So thank you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Do you know, I've always wondered if people who are on Big Brother or in the jungle, when they finish, come back and scroll their names yes. throughout every single message yes. to find out. I sat, as soon as I got into the hotel room, I, I, the first thing I did was I phoned up my kids and I phoned up my agent and I phoned up Catherine. And then I just ordered room service, big pot of coffee, and I scrolled through... Well, I scrolled through some of the tweets, and then I just looked for the blue ticks. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, did you hit the verify button? Interestingly, Ian, did anyone not say anything nice? Um, Catherine was quite rude about me. I thought. <laughs> um, I, the, the prop, the, I mean, yeah, there was. I was a pussy and a, a snowflake, and I needed to man up. They weren't the blue ticks. Were they? they weren't the blue ticks. No, no. Insane. Oh no, there, there was a, there was a guy that had been a debt collector on uh, can't pay take or take it away. All oh, right. Um, <laughs> Known for their compassion. <laughs> but that, yeah, yeah. I always, I, I thought that was that was so lovely. So, and I, you guys would just be a, you know, you'd have a blast on something like the jungle, and it seems oh, it'd be great. The, the problem is, and, and this is what quite interesting to find out from you, actually, do you not have to be mentally made of titanium to even <laughs> contemplate doing something like that? Because you know the way things can be edited. You know the way, if you're having a bad day, right, of which all of us probably do, right, yeah. uh, you're, you've got no choice. You are then having a bad day on television. I've been my, my television, television. One of the biggest shows on television. Here's right? the thing. I... I... This is why you would do well in it, because you've worked in television studios. You know yeah. what a television studio is. So as soon yeah. as I went in there... You were at work, weren't you? I was at work. Uh, I was being paid yeah. a lot of money to put on a show. And yeah, I went yeah. and found where every single camera was, so I knew every single, ca single camera angle. And you went knew the cameraman's name. I did. Like Dave, Paul, Bruce. And as soon as someone like Dennis Wise stood up to get aggressive with me... Now, I would probably normally stand up and tell him to F off, but I knew... I thought, well, this is going to be great. So he stood up to point and shout at me. So I, I kind of leant back, knowing that this was going to be 30 seconds that was going to be on the TV. And you'd have that mentality, having spent years in a TV yeah. studio. You know, of course you have moments where you, you relax a little bit, let go, but you know the gig. A lot of those you're people on, don't. You mean you're on guard, right? So yeah. even, even like now, we're chatting, right? But we are all... We know what's going on. Yeah. It's been broadcast live. Completely. So you just know, and you're, it's different from being in the pub, whereas a lot of people enter the jungle, think they're in the pub. Completely. About anything. Well, that's it. They'll go on. And in the pre-show, like the, the preamble stuff, they'll say, I'm just going to go on and be myself. It's like, well, be careful. Because <laughs> it doesn't mean, always pay. And they were being boring. <laughs> I was being paid tens of thousands of pounds. I was getting the least amount of money out of all of them. I found tens. out later. Yes, tens. But even then, I was still... I, um, it came out... It came out that Kez, the politician, had been paid £70,000, right? Because she had to declare it. And I phoned up Shappy and I went, my God, Shappy, she got paid so much money. And Shappy went, 
Do you think so? Mine was a lot more than that. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> but um, I was being paid to put on a show, so I was working for three weeks. That's how I. I wasn't. But a you got to work off the journey. back of it. I pro you probably made up the oh, rest, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, I mean, it is the crazy. You know how we were saying there's good and bad about this job, but that is an amazing thing. You know, we do get paid silly money for doing silly things. But you know, the, the reason I think... When you're saying tens of thousands of pounds for going into the jungle, yeah, some yeah. people don't earn that a year. Yeah. No, exactly. But, <laughs> but the reason we get paid that is for the six months, a year, two years, yeah. where we're not working. You yeah. know, yeah. And it has to exactly. kind of... Be, so, yes, it, and it, it, I'm aware that it was a privilege and it was the biggest TV show in the world. And, my God, you know, it was part of the deposit on this house. Uh, but then you might not work for two, three right. years. And that's or ever again in some cases. Well, well, well yeah. How, it's, I, it's funny, isn't it? A lot, a lot of people think you get, you get suddenly your life is changed, and you've got, There are some people that go in there. We've heard what happens to some people. The amount of deals they get off the back yeah. of the jungle, and they become millionaires in the space of six months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're doing so many endorsement campaigns. But for average celebrities, you kind of go in. You are absolutely everywhere. I mean, uh, everywhere for the next what two months, and then yeah. suddenly. Life, life back to normal. Yeah, and, I, and I, having watched it, I, I, I could see that they got they got the younger ones pegged for other stuff, and there was there was a certain amount but of. This is why I got oh. an issue with things like Love Island. Listen, I, I love I love looking at you know hungry bums and buff guys. I love it, <laughs> but I went in there. Even I, when I came out, I was I was terrified. You know, the, the psychological care you get before and after is awful. And I was terrified by uh, and dazzled by the amount of stardom. You know, suddenly you come out, I'm more famous than I've ever been. Ten-year-olds are coming up asking yeah. for selfies for four months, and then after four months, it stopped. God, yeah. But but you imagine some 22-year-old kid who's never been on TV, goes on Love Island, comes out, and they are a huge star oh, for yeah. three, four months. And everyone's telling them that they're the best thing ever. And then it stops. Yeah. And then suddenly, who are you? What am I? The money from the PAs stops. You've got a big tax bill that you weren't expecting. Well, the next series comes on and you're old news. You're nothing. You're nothing again. Yeah. Well, you know, and as we know, I mean, one of the guys that sometimes drives us to various gigs and stuff, he looks after a lot of those Love Island guys and he says, yeah, some of them are traumatised by the experience because, yeah, they exactly. come out, got all this money, two months later, nothing, and then they literally don't know what to do. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Love Island is who you guys should be calling. Perhaps you've been ringing the wrong <laughs> yeah. production on, office. <laughs> I want to see normal Love Island. Oh, normal Love Yeah. That's yeah, great. Insects. <laughs> normal Love Island. That's what That's I want. great. Come on. We know we don't want to see this sort of aspirational stuff. I want to see normal blokes. You know what? That would drink a beer. Idea in. You should sell that in. I would watch that. I would watch that. Um, are you two all right? Are you okay with the lockdown and the, all, the COVIDs and everything? Are you okay? Fine. Yeah, I mean, Fine. you know. <laughs> obviously... There's far worse things been happening. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. There's far Hang worse. Wait a minute. Shh. La, la, la. Drinking red wine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Obviously, it was a bit weird because you know we we in January was it done? We got our diary and it was full for the year. We went 2020. This is it. Come oh. on, this is the big one. Yeah. It'll be our biggest year for a long time. <laughs> years. Yeah. You know, just various gigs. The whole diary was full. And then by kind of the end of March, early April, everything was removed. So we just had a blank diary. It was just like, well, now what? You know, what do we do? I managed to do a, a house move during the whole thing. Oh, my God. So we, we, we literally, um, we had to move into rented between selling my house and moving to this one because just the time was all wrong. So I was in there and then suddenly lockdown was brewing 
and my mortgage advisor was going, we've got to get this all wrapped up now. So I had the removal guys all booked, everything sorted out. I had the builder's books that I had to do so a little bit of building before we could move in and get carpets down and stuff, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, suddenly they went, lockdown, deal with it. So my removal company canceled, completely canceled. Uh, the, all the builders canceled, everyone canceled everything. And uh, I said to the landlord, can I stay? Uh, because it's I can't get into the house. And he said, absolutely not. We've got someone else coming in. Oh my God. So uh, I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? But luckily uh, I managed to find a bloke with a Luton van. We did about 15 trips <laughs> and uh, socially distanced ourselves. And but got now the room out. you actually see Dom in is just him living on his own in a little studio flat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Dom. There's a little kitchenette in the corner. <laughs> Sound effects of a dog. There's not. I've really got a dog. Yeah. That's not the kids' rug down there. I'm not kidding. Right. I just looked at your room, Dom, and it actually does look like a crappy little studio flat. Whoa! Oh, shots God. fired. Bloody hell! Please don't. This is the west wing of my new house. Actually, this is the room we just don't need that I put my computer in. This is this is this is the actual breakup. Of Richard and Dominic is happening here. Wow. About the end, it's happening. <laughs> um, right, listen. You know, that's an interesting thing, actually. I don't know about you two, but we don't ever argue anymore. We just cannot be asked. Oh, we had a doozy last week. Yeah, we did. Because you were a dick. You were wrong. <laughs> don't. Right. Now. What about? Come on. What was it? Catherine was wrong about something, and uh, but she. If you tell us, will it restart the argument? Yes. Okay. Catherine, what were you wrong about? Well, I don't remember that version of events. What but... were you right about? <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to get him, Dom. Oh, look, it's it's actually ignited the embers, hasn't it? Oh, let's, let's debate. Oh, my God. Let's, let's, let's debate. Come on, let's do this. Right. The app is Wake Up With Dick and Dom, and it's very, yeah. very silly. I'll show you it in a minute. It's, it's brilliant. It's... Encourage you to have a massive poo and all sorts. <laughs> It was number one in the entertainment charts in the UK straight overnight. Woo! <laughs> Shut up, really? Wait, don't undersell it. No, sell it. And what is, you don't have a date for the podcast yet. I'll tweet it when it comes out because I'm in it. But what is it called? It should be the end of September, early October, I think. It's called the Dick and Dom Debate. Beautiful. Um, and it's, it's Dick and Dom on Twitter if you want to go and have a little look there. I love you two so much. Honestly, I think you're so brilliant. And it was such a thrill being on that Zoom call and watching you watching you work you know it's a joy seeing you know people that are really funny and really yeah. good and know each other you know having worked together for 20 years or whatever it is it's just it's just joy it's, it was magic to watch so he thank got, you so he much got straight it. on the phone to me and he was glowing about it it's yeah. like you just watch them and it's like well, you know, it was, it was great because we we with that project we said it's only going to work if the guests that we have are people that genuinely make us piss laughing so yeah. we, that's why we got you were literally our number one oh, thank we, you man we yeah as a broadcaster, you feel safe in your hands. And you, you, you oh, to be honest, we actually stepped back a bit and we let you go because oh. we had callers and we knew that that is your absolute, you know, your your number one thing that you do. <laughs> we just let you go. And it was so lovely. So well, that... You uh, said Dave, Dave Vitti. Yeah, yeah, uh, for years. Like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't on any of the other episodes. Good. Good. And, you've, and had, then, you've had Sarah Cox on, haven't you? She, they didn't clap for Sarah Cox. Oh, Wow. We've got Coxie coming up. I she, love her. Oh, she's a, do you know what? She's one of those other ones where you just go on her radio shows or her TV shows 
and she just literally makes you howl laughing. I don't think she understands how funny she actually is as well. First time I met her, I just started doing the 11 o'clock show and I was at a showbiz, my, my first showbiz party mm -hmm. and Sarah Cox comes over and starts talking to me and I'm thinking, bloody hell, it's Sarah Cox and beautiful and funny and, and clever and she's chatting to me and I said, um, yeah, that's great. Uh, my, my girlfriend's in the toilet. She went, I'm not chatting you up, you silly sod. <laughs> <laughs> Without kissing each other's asses, though, and, and thanks for the lovely comments from you, Ian. But there aren't many, you know. There's there's only a handful, isn't the Dom of, of broadcasters we really kind of admire, and you are one of them, Ian. Because and you know, Catherine isn't. No, that's Thank fine. you very much. God, you know, you know why that is? Is because uh, we are all, and I know you've you've had Bob Mortimer on here as well. Yeah. You? You've yeah. had Bob. Okay, so there's not many risk takers anymore. And, and risk takers are so out of favour. I talked about this earlier on mm. when I talked about, you know, I, I joked about, you know, people not wanting what we kind of do or did. It's because we are unpredictable and you are unpredictable. And, and people in positions of power get absolutely terrified these yeah, days yeah, yeah. of people like us saying the wrong thing. Look, we're all professional broadcasters. We know exactly where the line is. Yeah. But if we all just carried on broadcasting and stopped a metre away from the line, What's the point? I want to lick the line. Not to have TV entertainment <laughs> where you just you're worried about what they're yeah, going to come yeah. out with. Yeah, and that but, you know it's absolutely right. Is is uh, uh, we have never had an offcom uh, between us upheld. Never had an offcom upheld. And have you not? Never, never, because we know what the line is. We make it sound like we're dangerous, but we're mm. totally not. I'm, I had a boss when oh. I was at BBC WM. He said, "She said your show scares me because I don't know what you're going to do." And I said, "That should excite you." Yeah, but they want everything written down, don't that they? I listened to your show on, on BBC WM and because uh, I remember I called in, didn't I? And I bottled it and I left. Oh, God, yes, yeah. you did. Yes. Because you had you had a you had a caller on and they were talking about hitting children is OK. Yeah. You beautifully did the segue. You went, oh, do you you think you're hitting children? Are OK, well, let's find out from. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> and I just put the phone down and I'm so sorry. Because he, he agrees with hit, he agrees with hitting children. Yeah. That's the thing he agrees with, <laughs> and he didn't want his his views to be known. Yeah, no, they were in my paranoid days. I'm over it now. Well, we um, thought we were, we knew what we were doing as broadcasters, and you've not had any offcom uh, of hell. We've had, how many we have done three? No. <laughs> what have you go and give us one? What have you had an offcom for? Uh, we had the t-shirt episode yeah. on the Morning wood. Morning wood. Morning wood t-shirt. <laughs> I remember that. It was a great t-shirt. Your name, obviously. Um, what was the other one? We had the girl that um, threw up into a bucket. Was that one, Tom? Uh, that was on a program show we did for, called Hoopla, which lasted one series and then got taken away because she got some Ofcom complaints, uh, which was terrible. Uh, yeah, you basically Rich dressed up as a, a, a gyp, like Gypsy Rose, I think her name was, yeah. a rag, and force-fed this girl wet chips in a liquidizer. Oh <laughs> Those were the days. See? <laughs> People just don't want this anymore. <laughs> Old fashioned variety. I know. Yeah. Ladies oh and gentlemen, please welcome Dick and Dom. <laughs> Wet chips and a liquid <laughs> And a light gag reflex. Dear God. Oh, On that bombshell. <laughs>
Um, yes. It's so lovely. It's so lovely to see you. You're welcome to come on any time you want, and we've kept you much longer than I said we would. But thank you no so worries. much, boys. Do you know what would have been nicer is if you two had done it and we two had been together doing it as well. Uh, but we know you don't really get on in real life, yeah. so I thought we, we were mentioning what's that. What's your plans for this in the future? Are you going to have people on with you in the future, or you're always going to do it like when this? it gets safe? Yeah, when it gets safe, we want to make we might get a little audience together. Ooh. We want people to kind of come in and stuff. So yeah, when when it's, we might go out. We might go. We, we're going to do it from people's houses. That's the thing because you just need That's a laptop a and stuff. But not parade, until parade, there's a vaccine. Parade. Not until there's I, a vaccine. I'm going nowhere till there's a vaccine. I uh, really. Yeah, oh, yeah. Being a good boy. Being a very good boy. It scares me, man. It scares me. I've started. I've, 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 I've started washing my hands regularly again. I mm. sort of let that slip for a little while and. When the boys kept, I got my kids here tonight, and I said, "Boys, we're going to start washing our hands every time we come in." And that our numbers on the right. Going to come over and watch Disney movies and play Scrabble. No, yes. washing no. hands. And wash time again. And wash time, boys. Um, come round hours. Come round hours next time we're together, and we'll uh, liquidise you some chips. Oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, uh, uh, hello, Wood. It's nice <laughs> to see you, chaps. Um, best of luck with the podcast, both. and let us know if we can help in any way whatsoever, because we love you so much. Cheers, oh, guys. God bless you. Well, let's do something ridiculous together again Brilliant. sometime. All right. Be lovely. See you later on, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 There we go. Aren't they delightful? Well, that was... I'm glad uh... Dom got the memo about stripy tops. No one else <laughs> fulfilled their brief. <laughs> well, that was 40 minutes and I said it would be 20. Oh, they're so lovely. <laughs> Aren't they? Yeah. They've got more offcoms than we have. Flipping egg. I mean the chip thing. <laughs> Flipping egg. Those naughty boys. Right. If you've not subscribed, subscribe now. You owe us for that. <laughs> you, do. you owe us for that. That was forty. That was the best forty minutes I think I've been involved in in years in broadcasting. How lovely. And no, we, none of it. Guess what? None of us said the word bogies. Even though you're all shouting it in there, not one of us said it. This is a Rabbit Hole Production. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.